I'm Dan Broskell. And I'm Dave Geller. And we are the co-hosts of What Do We Know? What Do We Know is a free-range podcast dealing with wellness, education, sports, personal stories, and more from two guys who know a lot about certain things, but not a lot about others. Your hosts are Dan Broskell, a longtime educator, compulsive runner, and father of five. And Dave Geller, a pediatrician with three kids and an amazing Maine accent. Morning. It's Monday, January 30th, 2023. My name is Dan Broskell here with Dave Geller for episode 84. 84. What do we know? What do we know? We're, we're going to make it to 100. That's what we know. Uh, we might in the year count, the year, the year of our Lord, 2023, or someone else's Lord, 2023. Um, uh, strange week last week, David. We had some weather, and then we had some not weather. Yes, you know what I mean, and uh, and we made it actually. So I was a very bizarre week. You as 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 we talked about live. Yeah, I was sitting early, here. early dismissal, afternoon activities canceled and postponed last Monday. We had a similar experience on Wednesday when it was actually sunny and rainy, not any kind of snow. But you live and learn, and uh, actually made it for a week that was a little bit easier than usual for me, which is unusual. Yeah, that week seems a long time ago. Every week I, does. When I was rolling my eyes, like, oh my goodness, I can't believe they're calling off school early, but it ended up being a genius call on Monday with a lot of snow, honestly, which I could have actually not even shoveled since it all would have melted by the end of the week, especially on... It's just weird. Yeah, it's weird. It was just weird. I'm actually getting my uh, my springtime blues right now because... You're, what because do you mean? Like you're, you're the dreading thaw. the coming of spring? No, the thaw. There's been you know? no freeze. I know it just no. I just it feels like springtime out there. It feels, it feels like feels like um, it's time for Passover. Honestly. Feels like March right yeah. now. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. When I was a kid, I love this. No, I'm I'm fine with this. I know that you're not because you like skiing. But I, I'm. It has not been like zero with like a negative twenty wind chill ever. It's been. Yeah, I don't mind. I don't mind not shoveling in time to get to get to work on time. I don't mind that. But I do yeah. mind going up up north and worrying that there's not gonna be enough snow cover uh, to go skiing. Sad, but you were skiing this weekend. We went skiing this weekend. How was it? It was great. Went actually to Pleasant Mountain, formerly Shawnee Peak, formerly Pleasant Mountain. These terms mean nothing to me as a non-skier. And um, everyone I know skis except for me. You should ski. No, No, I shouldn't. No, I shouldn't. Yeah, you should not take it. You should. You you could snowboard. No. Over. You should just roll a blade. I'm sore from playing basketball. Can you imagine me skiing? I can imagine. No. I can't, actually, yeah, I, no. I, I can't imagine. Don't be nice skiing, to me, actually, Dan. You no. can't do it. It's I'm, I'm actually imagining both you and Mark Bornstein on the slopes. I'm sure. I, I bet shushing, Bornstein can ski. Shushing in tandem. If tandrum. you had to bet, would you bet Bornstein can ski or not ski? I think Bornstein Definitely, can yes. ski, but I never ski with Bornstein. We should talk about the fact that he invited us to England this summer for his daughter's bat mitzvah. Did he really? I'm hundred percent. Did I miss that? It was in a either a Facebook comment or a message. When to is both that bat mitzvah? The bat mitzvah's in the summer, I think. But let's do it. It's a damn fine time to go to Europe. Huh. Interesting. If there's ever an excuse for Dave to get on a plane to Europe, it's for Avery that could be my Samoans first. I was actually mitzvah. just talking um, to Jocelyn and Jen over the weekend. About travel? And Yes, I was talking about travel. Yes, you were. Yes. To Europe. Anyway, just saying. Huh. It could happen. Back and forth. It could happen. Go to Wembley. Uh, and there's a new dog in the family. There is a new dog. Jossie has uh, acquired a new dog aptly named McLovin. Became with that name. Um, she didn't want to change it? We're trying to think about what else sounds like McLovin. Nothing that, sounds like McLovin. But you could, I actually Googled what sounds like McLovin. And did oven? It, oven. Stuffin? McDougal. McStuffin. Um, seven-year-old dog, la- some lab in him somewhere, and as I mentioned to you before we start talking, the biggest head and paws I've ever seen in proportion to a dog's body 
on a dog's body. So he, basically, his head is probably actually thing. bigger, like like than like a was a bull mastiff. His head is a is like this this big head on this big body with these big paws. That's great. He's a great but dog. He's McLovin. He is a chill dog. When's the last time you watched Superbad, David? Gr- um, not recently, but I'm I've I told Jen she has to watch it. Now. Has Jen not seen Jen it? Jen has never seen. Oh Superbad. my god! Jen would be cringing. Jen would be cringing as she watched some of it. It's a great movie. It's a, it's, it's it's just a Can I tell you a true movie. story? Can you tell me a true story? Can I tell you a true story? Uh, please. I've seen, Mc, I've seen McLovin. I've seen Superbad once and once only, and it was on a flight back from Tel Aviv to Boston mm. this August. And my God, did I not know what I was missing. It's a great movie. Unbelievable. It's such a beautiful... It's on, what, a, what a paradigm-shattering movie that was made by young <laughs> Isn't Jonah it? Hill. Isn't it? Amazing. And it's so it's it, yeah, it's so unique. What a great... Like, I was watching it. I felt bad. Like, my daughter was sitting next to me, but, like, don't even look at the screen, you know? Because I don't want you to get any hints about what's going Some on right here. Absolutely movie. ridiculous. And I, I'm, you know, it, not for everybody. I hope John watches it and doesn't like say, Dave, why'd you make me watch this? Oh, yeah. Good. Ridiculous movie so that was not made for women. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> true. That's definitely true. not a movie made for females. Yeah, that, no, that's so funny. When you say, but Joe, John Hill did not write, did he write that? He just was in, in I don't know who wrote it. Yeah, he don't think he Somebody wrote it. Somebody amazing wrote yeah, it. The younger wrote. Seth Rogen, and oh my gosh, oh my God. Just absolutely ridiculous. And it's, it birthed memes and, and, and cultural markers, so which good. I didn't even know about until I saw him. Like, that's where that comes from. Oh my gosh. So good. Spectacular. Yeah. Speaking of um, things to watch, we, we discussed this a little bit last week on the pod that has not dropped yet mm. um, about a Netflix documentary. I did. Yes. Do you want to tell, remind our listeners who maybe will hear this twice in short order what that de- documentary was? Well, I, forget, I actually forget, I, you, the hatchet wielding hitchhiker, right, or something approximately that machete, machete wielding hitchhiker. That's what it was. Yeah. yeah so we remember, you know, as we talked about last week, the the the, the fond days of, of amazing, beautiful moments on, on the internet and the hitchhiker that saved a woman being assaulted by smash, 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 smash into the skull. What happened to that guy? Well, watch the documentary and find out, and it's wild. And I had no idea, again, until I watched the documentary, what the, what the sort of ending or the current state of that, of that character and that story is, but unreal. Yeah, so many thoughts about that. About How did you feel about the reporter? Ex- that's you one know what of the I mean? Thoughts. Like I think wait, what, what, it's, like, he made his, his life on that. He like, made, I felt like he... was all – was he just like feigning ambivalence about it? Do we really not – does he really not know or is he just tied to this guy forever? Yeah. You know, I felt a little bit strange about that. It's, it's, you think about like, like Shock Tank as I digress, but like the editing, like how, how they how they you know, yeah. edit all the footage. Like you're thinking like his – the editing on that. Like when, when it first started off, he said he was taking a phone call from him, right? Did, yeah. Didn't he say that? In so, the moment? Right in the beginning so. of it. You know, there, there is, is a, I think there's a phone. He's calling right now, which I think at that time he was in prison. Um, but he just seemed so coiffed, and he built, right, he, he built his life around this, this, this guy. Um, and, he, and he played it off like how, how he was, you know, he, he went, you know, how, how emotionally he was over his plight, right? And, yeah, I think that was very, that was, that was, was a little, a little bit, bit odd. That was a little bit odd. And then you just think about all the... Um, you know what I was interested in? So many things I was interested in, but what? I, how? What was his name? Kai. How Kai at the beginning was just really this innocent hitchhiker, um, no yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, but no. But yeah, <laughs> but then when you saw him at the end, when he was talking from his cell, <gasps> David, 
Sorry. What if the listeners don't know what happened? Um, <laughs> he was he was really was much more articulate and very you know very forthright and and had a strong foundation in his in his um or his, just insane his defense or just insane. Did he so we so which was the real was he did he mature into this into this position? Did he did he he seemed much more articulate right and much more it just smacks you know, of an extremely unstable person that that is able to articulate and rehash conspiracy theories and philosophy because he's smart but also a little bit nuts and but and what were in in okay without giving it away as like can, what led to what really led to that that last altercation who knows that, man and, and, and well it, you, you i mean you saw from what he was google searching what he thought maybe he was doing or he was just a violent person or, or maybe he yeah maybe from his upbringing he fell know. into this to know, this man. pattern Awkward. and this interaction, which which he then went back and um, tried to you know to vindicate you know I don't know just I don't know lot, man. Lot hey, lot watch the show watch the show a lot of stuff I watched it uh, I think after we spoke on the but I'm amazed like I never but. I told you oh I watched the show you're like I remember that guy I have no so Hannah my 25 year old kind of remembers it um, Jocelyn 22 has no no recollection of it and and you knew all about it of like I, I, I had no idea about it. And you were like the double rainbow. Like, I didn't know what the double rainbow. You didn't know double rainbow. No, that no. I mean, I was that was special. Yeah, that was a lot special. of stuff there. Yeah, so I, I watched. But the, I also think about when he was on Jimmy Kimmel. You know, Kai was on Jimmy Kimmel. Like the, the genius of Jimmy Kimmel trying to, you know, just tr- deflect. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just really, really. Like, what's funny, actually really happening funny. here? So, so definitely watch some of that. Yeah, I'm not whatever. I'm not watching a whole lot. Oh, I picked up Fada again. Watching Fada for you and Bo- from the beginning or no? From uh, I think I'm in this second season. So it doesn't make me want to you know travel over there anytime soon. Although it's a little well, the state now. of the world uh, is just a, a, a mess. The state of Medinat Yisrael with the with the new government forming and and the and the daily drama. I subscribe to the Times of Israel's like daily briefing, and the the news is just uh, it's. It's crazy what's happening. Um, I can't even give you the bullet points of uh, you know uh, uh, of ministers who who now may not serve in the government because of criminal convictions. The raid in Janine, the terrorist attacks in Jerusalem. It's really just awful. Um, but this is the cycle of of, of life in Israel yeah. and the reality. And uh, you know, I'm not in the predictions business, but it seems like it's heading towards another conflagration and wars and rockets and terrible things and. Yeah. This too shall pass, you know. On a on a lighter note, we're sitting in your office, yeah, in Bedford, and I'm staring at, out the window. And what do you see? I'm looking at all the tzatzikolas on your, oh, yeah. um, on the, your the gallery of, of yeah. Of so things I've walk, walk 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 the listeners through the dancing owl to the golden microphone. What so do I have we have? Solar powered. Who loves you? An owl that shakes its booty when the sun shines. That's how it works. And then I have a uh, some kind of diamond shaped prism. From where? Don't know. That's okay. I have a Bedford Television Longest Government Production School Committee Emmy Award from August thirty first, twenty twenty. That's 2020, actually really five hour and forty minute meeting on Zoom. Is that an Emmy or an Oscar? It's a Emmy because it was a TV show, not a movie. Is that the Emmy? The Emmy actual statue? Don't know what it is. Yeah. I have a bench on the bench with a Red Sox hat, which someone gave to me ironically. I have a not black I. dog figurine, mm-hmm. and I have a fake podcast microphone, which I thought was an actual microphone until I realized it wouldn't plug in. That thing's great. So, yeah, then I, have radio. Ma- then I have a wombat, and then I have some water bottles, and that's what I got today. You got a lot of wombats. You can make like a fort out of your water you, bottles. Uh, you have scolded me for you drinking water. You have two water, water bottles. That you you walking around with water bottles like me walking around with hand weights. What's in those? That's a, there's some big... I don't bottle. think it's really the same thing. It is. Well, you get a workout with these water bottles, and they're weapons. Uh-huh. Duck. 
and shelter. So after we talked about antibiotics last week, David, mm-hmm. um, my daughter rolled into the weekend with an ear infection. <laughs> yes. But there was immediately available prescription at CVS and Bedford. They have I think they, they have had just now. gotten a shipment of, of stuff to make on Friday. I'm like, get right over there. And uh, and you can get that med before they may before they may in fact run out. So I'm pleased to report yes. that the supply chain for antibiotics is successfully dealing with my daughter's ear infection. So we we talked about that a little bit last week. Uh, and I was I, I saw a pharmacist uh, in her family in the office last week after we had the podcast. Sure. I said, "What's what's some of the reasons behind the shortage?" She said, "One of the reasons is the 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 gel or the solution that makes that you need to make the these uh, these uh, antibiotics." Also similar to what you used to make Tylenol and Motrin, there was a, a supply. It was a, a, it was a, a gel pr- shortage. Whatever you make it with, the the solution, the, the, yeah. the base. There was production problems. All about the base. Nice. All about the base. So that, yeah. that's probably the name of this podcast One. today. I think. S E. All about the base. Not S S S E. All about the bass. The pun. All about the. Sea bass, you like sea bass? Anyway, um, and so so, so they're sea bring, bass. Bring, bring, what was sea sea bass? What was sea bass from? Is that from the Big Lebowski? Or so, one of those movies? Yeah, or Dumb and Dumber or something around there. Movie, a movie I didn't like and promptly forgot about. Sorry. Um, so the good news is there's bass. We got some bass back. Yes, good bass. Making bass great again. Um, <laughs> and I would say we've uh, not we're not going to take sides in this debate, but I noticed that there was a there's been some picketing in Lexington by the Lexington Educators Association yes. because there's an ongoing contract dispute. There's a teacher strike in Woburn today. Really? And, uh, you know, I think that the labor unrest for teachers is uh, is being, is being becoming a thing, and hopefully we will avoid it here in Bedford. We are in the middle of a three-year contract. Um, and, uh, you know, we'll, yeah, we'll see th- what happens over the next 18 months as we head towards our next negotiations. I think Lexington came to an agreement. Oh, is that right? I think. Over it, the weekend? Uh, yeah, and I think they're discussing it today. I hope the, so. You know, we'll see. I'm all for labor peace with the I'm all for town fair wages. Education. Uh, I will say, um, listening to an amazing podcast about reading. It wasn't ours. We've talked about literacy before in this podcast very generally. Um, podcast is called Sold a Story. Mm-hmm. And if I could give you just a couple of bullet points, it's talking about language acquisition, mm-hmm. uh, how te- uh, children have been taught reading for the past 30, 40 years, about phonics, about whole language, I assume you know what that difference generally is, and about the way that reading has been taught, about the reading wars that were fought about how to teach reading best, about the science of reading. It's very much a lively, ongoing debate in schools with parents about kids who are struggling with reading and what's the best way to teach them. And um, I would just encourage everyone to give it a listen, uh, make some conclusions, and think about your own kids' experiences with reading. And, and, and you know, I observe kids reading a lot in Hebrew and in English, and I can see how they struggle. Mm. Um, and I think there's something to be said for phonics, as opposed to contextual clues, or perhaps both. But um, six, seven episodes, listen to half of them this weekend. Uh, incredible, relevant, interesting for everyone that cares about literacy, as I do. Um, it's not about writing; it's about reading. But reading is really important. So that's been a, I think it's an interesting thing I've been grappling with recently. It's ironic that you're listening to a podcast about reading and not reading it. Well, you don't read podcasts. Well, you ought to. Well, I mean, you, you can Google, you know, uh, reading wars or science of reading and get another perspective on all that. Or you can just like listen to it during your, uh, you know, driving time mm. and workout time or, you know, 
Reading wars, relaxing time. Clone Wars. The Clone Wars. Same thing. Pawn Wars. Same thing. Yes. Uh, I will also say that we are approaching finalist interviews for candidates I for the heard. school committee. It's exciting. I've heard nothing. I only have a couple of dates uh, held, so I would expect us to be meeting with folks perhaps beginning next week or over the time before vacation and then uh, taking a vote at some point, I'm, I'm guessing before March 1st. So uh, you were on the, you won the, the committee a couple years ago. I was. Was, I was it two years ago? The screening and the and the screening huh, committee and the uh, and the. Finals. So you knew you you knew all the people. So the last time I I knew everyone who applied. I yeah. knew everyone who we interviewed, and, and I knew the secret. finalists. So by the time we got to the finalists, I knew everyone pretty well. This time I didn't do any of the intake process. I will just know the four final names. I will never know everyone who applied or everyone who they met. I don't want to know actually. So when you walk into the room and you're like, oh my gosh, it's you. Well, no, I mean, well, well, the names will be public once the finalists. Oh. So that's what oh. is that the, the confidentiality is promised to everyone who applies and interviews. But if you're a finalist, everyone knows. Make that sure it's they you. spell my name right. David Geller, when we yes. appoint you, yes, of course, we'll use an AR, not an ER. Yeah, yeah. How does that happen? How does uh, that Gell, happen? Well, how does Brosgal get spelled wrong all the time? How do they spell Brosgal wrong? G A L. All the time. Ooh. But like, this one, like, my name is is out there, you know? Like, let's figure it out, guys. I get Geller and Jeller. Geller in the cellar. So, you know, I, I know that was a, a fairly busy time for us. We, we did approve a budget increase, uh, a, a school committee budget with a 4% increase as opposed to a 3.5% guideline, which I did feel very good about. Um, not without cost. We know we're cutting some positions because of low enrollment. We're also taking back a, a, a reserve to cover special education out of district. And we're also... Um, seeing a seventeen percent increase, seventeen percent increase in operating expenses. So, every department sees operating in, uh, budgets increasing more above inflation. Uh, you know, above a usual year. Um, you know, we'll see how it goes. Town meeting will vote the budgets in March, and then we'll be on to fiscal year twenty twenty four, which is crazy. That is crazy. So a lot going on around here on top of usual activities. But I actually got through weekend, David, without attending a single basketball game, except for the one that you played yourself. Which was awful, and I played terribly. No, but on Saturday morning, you know, one of my daughters had a bye. Uh, one of my daughters had an ear infection, and we had no travel <laughs> games. And then my wife, who is now assistant coaching the travel team, God bless her. Uh, she, really? she she took the away game in Dover Sherborne. I did not go, so I did not I did not watch a game. Um, I did play a game, and, and the funny thing for me, David, is that you know I spent. Most of the weekend catching up on sleep and resting. Mm -hmm. I didn't go to the gym yesterday, so mm. I, I rolled into the gym last night like I'm I'm not sore. I'm not tired. I ate all day. I'm hydrated. I'm going to play great. What happened? Didn't play great. Ooh. Didn't play great. And I was really disappointed. And then I left and my friend was like, don't be upset. I'm like, I should just do better. You know, and I expect myself to play better. And I'm allowed to be upset with myself when I don't What were you play. upset over? Did you not? Usually I can, I'm, I'm a very good defender. And I think I was last night. Absolutely. Um, a little frustrated that some of my teammates were not hustling as much on defense and giving up some uncontested layups, for example, in transition, which shouldn't happen. But my shooting was just off, and it shouldn't have been. It should have been better than that, you mm -hmm. know? And I missed a lot of open shots, and I was upset about that. Like I Actually, I ended the night better than I started, um, but uh, I should I should play better. What do you – how long have been games? We, we play for like an hour and a half. Oh, just like – you just – it's not like a – no, we're not. We're not. You know, refing and league enough. Ah. But even so, like, there's no excuse for not playing better. Are there people subbing in? Are there, is, is it pick Depends up games? The night. Is, is, so last is, night we had uh, 13 guys. Some weeks we have 10. Um, the danger of having 13 is that you have a team that subs, you know, two guys at yeah. a time, and yeah. like then like 
that happened to us and like I was maybe riding a hot streak and I had to sit I'm like oh I want to keep playing because I made a couple baskets in the pine Dan Brosco wants in I came home unsatisfied and then you know sore and uh, that's why you know I'm just old and, and I'm not getting better at things as we hit our upcoming 100th birthday milestone Ooh, not getting better work at things on that. I'm, getting, I'm getting worse at who's things the, who's the coach of the travel team uh, the one Elizabeth's working yeah. uh, Kristen Kaufman she's a base cool. a base lady all about the Speaking of the base, uh, handsome, handsome parent. Um, Great, but um, you know, good, good to go to Dover Shoreborn and get a win. I would say mm-hmm. after uh, last weekend, the back-to-back overtime wins, a regulation win, I think by a point. Uh, also went to my brother-in-law's fiftieth birthday party nice. yesterday. In he made it. Uh, great, and uh, came home and played poorly. So there we go. There you go. We had a trip up to Portland, Maine. Saw Jossie. Saw the McLovin. the dog. Did some skiing. Went to some skiing. Do you know what ski ski yorting is, David? Ski yorting. You know what that is? No. It's when a horse pulls you and you're on skis. And it's now a thing in Maine. That sounds... Have you not heard about this before? That sounds not fun. It sounds like like the pentathlon a little bit. You know what I mean? That's like... um, What's when you you get pulled by a, a plane... When you're water skiing, which is not even a thing, I just made that up. Um, isn't that like parasailing yeah, or paragliding like yeah, or, or whatever yeah. it is? Yeah, ski yachting. No, thank you. No, thank you. No, thank you to the ski yacht. Um, I also heard. I know. I think one thing that you that you told me last week, David, is that there's um, again for our Jew- for our Jewish listeners, of which we're assuming there are many. Um, <laughs> there's different ways to read Torah. You can read. The full reading every week, yes. called full kriya, each Torah yeah. portion. You can divide that full reading into thirds, called mm-hmm. the triennial cycle, and mm-hmm. read a third of it mm-hmm. each week. Yes. Um, if you go to Reform Synagogue, kids can sort of pick the verses they want to read for their bar mitzvahs. Mm-hmm. They, they might pick like ten to twelve verses mm-hmm. for three aliyot. Um, but apparently now there's a, a growing trend of taking the haftarah, yep. the reading from the prophets, yes, which can range anywhere from twelve to fifty verses. Mm-hmm. And not do the full haftarah reading each week, but even divide that into thirds. Mm. And uh, I just want to know how you feel about that. It's a great question. It's a great question. Um, the, the off tra- the, I mean, off the record, on the record. The traditional like, what, part what of me. What is your gut the traditional tell you? part of me wants the whole thing. Um, but then you could say, well, why are we not going to read the whole uh, Torah? Um, it's all. It's all about time, and it's all, and, and that's very dependent on the reader and their skill and their. Speed. I don't think the half Torah is that long, personally. Some are. Some are, some are not. It depends yeah. who, you, who reads them, you know, because you can make them. I would. Know. I would then read. I would read fast. Um, but some people feel it's very, it's it's in terms of the pace of the service, it's a little bit long, and not everybody is really you know engaged or following and correlating and you know to the to the portion of Torah portion. Um, I I think I think you could talk yourself into. I'm saying I'm fifty one, okay. but. What's that? I think you're talking yourself into saying it's a good thing. No, I'm 51 percent, if not more, you know, doing the whole 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 half tower. But this is—I mean, this is happening in the area. Oh, yeah, so the guys which are doing yeah. triennial. Yeah, David, I'm, I'm absolutely against it. Yeah, but that's just me. No, I. But that I, means no, that I, I've sat through many like laborious, long, interminable, error-filled, not well done, long half yeah. tower. So I, I I know where this comes from. I just think you know if. If you're going to do it, do it well and do it and do it the old school way. And like, I, what, what, I, what can so I tell you? But we know, it, no, no, what I, happen no, will happen. I mean, I say, if it do, I, I would feel much more comfortable keeping it the way it is. 
Plus, um, what about the Sefer Haftarah now? Like, you have a beautiful one. What about the one that we're going to grab from Maine? Like, you know what I mean? That, that has the full Haftarah. They reached out to me about that. Are you for real? That. Yeah, twice. Sit. But it's not a small price to pay for that. But so actually, much listeners, l- if you forgot the um, the podcast, I think we called that podcast a, a sort of homecoming mm. from last October, about last, last October. 21 yep. about yep. the heritage tour to Lewiston, Auburn, and the retrieval of this of the of the sacred objects. Um, and we, we left, we, we brought a Torah home, but we left a Megillah, another Torah, and we yep. left a a a uh, a Haftarah scroll without cantillation mm. and without vowels. And we said, like, one day those are going to a museum or those are going to the Geller Museum. Yeah, we'll figure that out. So that would be something special. You know what I mean? Not to digress. But you should get the Megillah anyway, because you, like, you, as, you, as you found out two years ago, the whole you can never have enough Megillah. To, you never can have a, the whole Megillah. And you're going to need one soon, because yeah. Purim is coming in, like, in, in, in a month and a half. Yeah, but go ahead, go ahead, let's go back to the half Torah for a second. Cause let's go back. I'm talk, ready. Talking here, about, here I am. Like, it, it's like truncating a service, which you're used to, right? And Which I'm not used to. And growing up, doing you know, a full service um, very traditionally, in my synagogue that I grew up in, whether uh, especially on a Shabbat, you just did it. And there was not fluff, it. you just did it. Well, there also yeah. weren't a thousand English readings and mishabarachs and songs and True. blessings and re- reading and sermons and this and that. Like it, 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 is, it was what it was, and yeah. it took a certain amount of time, and yeah. everyone did it, and there was no extra stuff. Yeah. And yeah. now there's a lot of stuff, stuff that floats around services, you know right. what I mean, which make them take a long time even in summer. Yeah, so, but I, yeah, I, I, I feel more comfortable and more... Uh, at peace with the traditional way. That's just me. You know? The problem is, David, is that not everyone can do the traditional way. Like exactly, well, all of can. us. You know, yeah. But yeah, it just feels good. Feels right. And like, how do you? How do you there's a long. Out? There's a long commentary about how we teach children how much time it takes to for kids to get proficient in mm-hmm. skills and how much less yep. time they're doing it, so how much harder it is for them. And yep. then there are adults who can do less. And then yep. what are we going to do? And we're the old guys saying, remember how we could always do the full kriya and know, do a we, service so an we hour did. and a half. So we, we did. did. Yeah. It's like it's like walking back, you know, back to school and back uphill, right? It's right. Like, it was yeah. always harder for us. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I actually, yeah, yeah. So, anyways, yeah, interesting conversation, and I'll see about that half Torah scroll. That, that, that's uh, yeah. The problem is that that is a that's a gem. Like, <laughs> who's going to read that? Torah scrolls aren't cheap, but there are lots of them out there. Yeah, there are not many scrolls like that that yeah. I've ever seen or yeah. were, have ever been made around mm. here, which is what makes it really unique. And I said that should be in a museum. It's, it's, maybe it's true. Um, mm. I don't know. It's pretty wild. Maybe I'll, get, I'll make an offer. They can't refuse. Uh, well, the special the special Geller discount might may come into into, into play. Uh, what is, uh, I, I wrote a few things last week. Neither neither posted. Hopefully, they will soon. Kind of like last week's podcast. I wrote about um, uh, an amazing thing that happened in Israel um, for the soccer fans among us, including Bornstein and others. There's uh, when when there's a, a a country that plays soccer. There's various things that one can win. You can win, for example, like the the the. The, the you can win the league right you can finish first place in the league and a lot of nations you can also have like a, a cup competition where all the clubs in the country play in a cup competition and then eventually the best club wins the comp- comparison there is the fa cup in england then there's like a third tier cup competition which is just like the top league or the top two leagues to play a little cup competition among themselves and that's like 
it's like nobody really wants to win that, but like it's, it's fun to win if you can get away with it without sacrificing others' games on your schedule. So in Israel, the third tier cup competition is called the Toto Cup, T-O-T-O. It's just for the top 14 teams in the league, but somehow a team won that competition without scoring a single goal. Toto. How do that They won happen? a competition without scoring a happen? single goal. This, sound, this is sounds like a riddle. Well, it, how, how, well I mean, you, you know the answer. How do you win a soccer game, David, if you don't score a goal in regular time? You know. How do you win a soccer how do you win game? A so- how do you win a game in soccer if there's no goals scored during the game? happened in the World Cup final. You know what happens. Oh, penalties. Sure. Oh, so, oh okay. So in this case... Well, this um, isn't really a riddle. In, in, well, in this case, the, the, the Toto Cup is structured. The four teams that qualified for like the UEFA competitions, so for the Champions League, Europa League, and the Conference League, they didn't have to play the group stage. So the group stage was the other 10 teams. So the team that won was exempted from the group stage. They entered in the quarterfinals. They won their quarterfinal, 0-0, winning 5-4 on penalties. They won their semifinal, 0-0, winning 5-4 on penalties, and they won the final 0-0, 5-4 on penalties. In Petah Tekva the other day, this was Maccabi Netanya, their first trophy since 1983. But somehow you you can win a, and they took, and like the celebrations were legit, and there was like, like, uh, like BB Rexa blaring from the speakers, and confetti, and the fans were wearing bananas, and they're, and they're like wielding this trophy like they won like the World Cup, because it was a big deal, but they scored zero goals. So you don't, but they still won. So I mean, I so guess semantics, I guess you, good for you. You know, you don't. So a penalty. A win is a win. No, but what's a penalty kick call when you, when that goes in the net? What it's not a goal. It's penalties. But like a, no no goal scored during play. Like no, and yeah. they still won this major, not major, the third most important cup competition hmm. in Israel. So full marks to Maccabi. Toto. Uh, you know, for for pulling that off. And I wrote something else. I actually forgot what it was. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You wrote it, but I forgot. <laughs> I wrote it. It, it was something I, I think I tried to make sound profound. I spent about a week writing it, and then uh, you know it, I sent it in, and they're probably just waiting to post it because because it, it wasn't that good. Um, but you know, I, I go through these bursts now. I th- oh, it's called "Nothing Lasts at All." Hmm. What is that about? It's about what it's about. Even things that we just did, like we don't remember them accurately, and all we can really do is like what we're doing now, hmm. and how in Judaism, like we do a good job of like constantly redoing things to remember what they're supposed to be like mm. because as soon as soon mm. as they're done like the, it's like it's gone mm. so it's the imperative of the moment and always doing and you and i are always doing things and like how that's really important so huh. I, th- I think i tried to make that sound i put the, yeah. the ben bag bag about the torah turn it over and turn it over and turn it over because everything is in there mm. i put that in there also and i talked about sort of the historicity of, of jewish history and what really happened hmm what if what if some of it didn't happen? But that's what makes we're, that makes what we're doing right now even more important. So, I don't know. I look it was a little bit weird. I like that. I don't know. I didn't like it that much. But you know, I, you know, I'm trying to write, but also forcing myself to write. But also, why am I even writing? There we go. Good for you. I don't know. Writer. Maybe not. Maybe not. Just going to read it. No, just gonna, I'm good. I'm just focusing on that dancing owl. It's still going. There's no sunlight. It's solar powered. But there's no sun. Solar it's cells like magic. Retain, solar cells retain it's their like energy magic. when the sun goes down. That's why you know they have holding. You know, <laughs> let's get a green energy. Green, oh, no, it's green like energy. It's like, per, take green the lights in my office, right? You know, when I shut the lights off in, my, in the exam rooms, I, I do this thing where I shut it off, and then, and I, then? I, I do magic, and then I clap my hands, and the lights go off. In the in the kids, it really like, charms the kids. Kids are like, whoa! So they spend the next, you know, seven minutes trying to clap. I said, no, no, it's just it's just my clap, you know. But it's it is a five second delay on the lights, and it's because I don't understand what you're talking about. When I shut my lights off in my office, yeah. in every exam room, they don't go off right away. Okay, it's five seconds later they go off, and it's because there's these because. LED lights, and my my good friend Brian, um, 
who uh, who's an electrician who has a company who wired all the rooms. A, he said, you get what you paid for. B, he said that the that when you shut off the power, there's still there's still power in the system that's the, that's going away. That's why they, there's a five second delay. So it's it's Is like when my lights turn off, like they just kind of glow and fade. But a, that's like that's like one light, not a whole system. Yeah, got it. So. It's like the gas that's still in the hose when you stop pumping exactly. your gas. Exactly. So, so that's the that's old, more the old LEDs like that. So that's what I'm saying. Your owl's still going even though there's no energy. I'm, I'm impressed by that. So clap your hands, owl. Or your wings, little little owl. Dancing who, owl. Who loves you? Little dancing owl. Um, Dave, this is great. Any, uh, uh, what else am I doing? Um, I'm, I'm watching the John Wick movies again. The John Cause it, cause Wick Because it's, it's, it's been a while. With Kino. It's been a while. So I'm watching John Wick again. You should do a whole Kino, um, you know, Keanu. 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 You want to go from Bill and Ted to John Wick and do the whole arc? No, go start with Parenthood. He was in Parenthood with uh, Steve Martin, which we try to watch, which was, again, didn't know. How old was he in that? He was like a kid. He was a kid. Yeah, so that was before Bill and Ted. Oh yeah, he I wasn't. Know that. He wasn't. You know, it was one of those movies that did not live up to. You know, like it was not. We shut it off. It was not good. Um, yeah, then Bill and Ted. And then everything else. And then everything else. Oh, speed, good one. I mean, if you, I mean, the conversation about the iconic Keanu movies Keanu. has like eight different layers. Is it, is it speed? Is it Bill and Ted? Is it Matrix? Is it John Wick? Is it something else? Yeah, I like Bill and Ted. I think we all did, but when you watch you, it again, you, when you watch you it again, you're like, watching, you know what? You you're know, I don't know. Watching John Wick. Are you gonna also watch like, rewatch Fast and the Furious? And I've watched all the movies a million times. What's the one with what? Who's the Who's the guy? John St- Statham. Statham. Jason Statham. Jason. John. Hello, John. <laughs> what, what was like the transporter? No, no, no the one where he's um um where he's like he's a whole this whole series of him in it. Um, yeah, well, not uh, yeah, yeah, the transport. Yeah, yeah, those movies were terrible. No, ser- really, I love those movies. What's the one? There's one that he's on, that he's on. It's called Crank, whatever it is, where he's like, he's got to keep his heart going at a high rate of speed the whole time. That's a good, what? Or there's one where he. I missed that one. There's, David. No, somebody injects him his body with this drug, and if he and if he can't keep his heart rate above X amount for the whole until he gets to the antidote, he will die. So he he spends the whole movie like running. Uh, this is exhibit coffee. one million of David having seen a movie that nobody else oh, no, has no, no, ever no. heard it's about. Called, I think it's called Crank. It's a great movie. Is it? It's not new. It's kind of like Speed, um, but with his body, right? Because Speed, you have to... Professional assassin Chev Chelios learns his rivals inject him with a poison that will kill him if his heart rate drops. Jason Statham. It's a great... Amy Smart and Jose Pablo Cantillo. It w- there was a sequel yes. called Crank High Voltage. Yes. I think he has to shock himself or something. Um, yeah. I mean, this is, this is peak. I'm yeah. looking for like the, um, the critical response. <laughs> so we're watching Wednesday now. Jen, myself, oh, and Maddie for the, I, the second time. Second time. But it's your first time. It's good. Have you watched episode three? Yes. The one that ends with Nothing Else Matters instrumental? Yes. Unbelievable, right? Very good. It's so good. I would I would actually watch it again immediately. I like how these movies, these series are made like movies. They feel like you're watching a movie every time. I think it's just really well done. Um, I was stunned by how much I enjoyed it and how well and how how well made. But it was Tim Burton. Like he knows what he's doing. Um, but it is yeah, vis- visually visually stunning. Tim musically Burton. stunning. Yep. The lighting is stunning. Yep, Tim the, the the way it sort of weighs on you and builds is the tension is stunning. I really enjoyed it. So yeah, I'm looking forward to the second season. I kind of want to watch it again with like uh, you know with with Oren. I don't know. Uh, I would say Crank Crank was not 
was not was not reviewed that positively. <laughs> Critically acclaimed. Audience score was a, was a C plus. Really? I'm like, why, why did I even watch it then? What was I watching? What was it on? What was, what was I on? I was watching, but it feels kind of gimmicky. How about the Italian job? Watch the Italian That's job. That's a pretty good movie. Good movie. That might was that Jason Statham's first movie? Because um, when he when he's transitioned from like actual martial arts into movies, that may have been one of the early ones. Yeah, yeah, that was a good movie. He's a beast. He is a beast. Anyway. Oh got, yeah, Joey Gamash. What's up with that, huh? You want to talk about about the, the article I sent you about Joey Gamash? Who's jo- Joey Gamash? Joey Gamash is a is a local boxer from Lewiston, Maine. Well, he was a local boxer. Yeah. Now he's is o- older than oh, you, I think. Ah, uh, he's he older than you. He, I think he's younger than me. So he was he was he was he was a big deal growing up in um in um in the area, and he made it big. Was, it, was he a welterweight, light welterweight? He's two, he's he's older than you. He's not. He's older two than me. years older than really? you. Really, May twentieth. 1966. I just remember. You know, He's the second boxer from Maine to capture a world boxing title as he won the WBA super featherweight title in 1991. He's having a nice little 80s mullet there in these pictures oh, as yeah. well. And he's actually from Lewiston. Yeah. Yeah, he's from Lewiston. He was a big deal. So did, did he go to ELHS? He went to Lewiston High, Lewiston High School. I oh, think. sorry. Sorry yeah. to hear that. Yeah, he probably trained in a, in, you know, in a real gym, like in, in a real boxing gym in Lewiston. Uh, but now he's back in, yeah, he's, in, in, he's, in he's Lewiston he's doing, doing some training. Yeah. He's a current trainer of Swedish boxer Otto Wallen, who fought Tyson Fury in 2019. He's also a member of the training team of Teofimo Lopez, whoever that is. But you said, yes, he was knocked out by Arturo Gatti at Madison Square Garden well, he got in yeah, February I've watched that. I actually watched that fight. On pay per view, like on pay per view. I don't know. I was watching. Jen and I were away somewhere. Actually, when was it? Did it say what date it was? February twenty sixth, two thousand. We were somewhere, and we watched that fight live, and we we all and he got clocked. Um, But the the I think I think Gotti. There was a well. There's some rumors of some shenanigans. Yeah, he was. He was. He weighed weighed in in one sixty versus one forty five. Gamash said he suffered brain damage. The case was tried and decided by. The by a judge who said the state was negligent in its lax handling hmm. of the pre-fight weigh-in. Hmm. Gamash was not awarded any damages. As Schweitzer was not convinced that the negligence was a substantial factor in I mean, causing fifteen dollars, fifteen pounds more. That's, that's a lot. That's a lot. So you mean a fight right now, huh? I must make more. Than, what, are you more than you? what are you waiting right now? Yeah, I'm not gonna tell you that. You're like all I'm muscle. not gonna tell you that. That's I'm not I'm, all muscle. That's why I'm imagining you skiing. <laughs> big those big legs. Going What's on wrong the with you? Going on the mountain, swishing around. Hip, hips are flexing. I see how it is. Uh, big week. February is the calendar turning. Anything going on for you? Uh, no, nah, it's not not a not a not a just steady week. I can't think of anything steady. Anything on the big docket for this week? Going away this weekend? You can be around this weekend. Going to be around this weekend. Why Maddie are you has, working? I am not working. Bat mitzvah, bar mitzvah. What do you got? I'm just hanging out, chilling. Okay, great. Maddie, 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 Maddie. My son Orrin turns uh, 17 <laughs> on Wednesday. Happy birthday, Orrin. Nice Woo! job, buddy. Which means it's 16 days. Till, uh, do, till you know, do you know when we go to the Bruins game, which we went to with DB, right? You know when they score a goal? Yeah. And there's the woo. Yeah. You know who that is? Yeah, it's Ric Flair. I I did actually. You didn't know that. I didn't realize that. But it, but do you know it's actually it is actually Ric Flair. Well, Ric Flair it, it, came Rick to Flair the garden. No, and recorded that for them. Well, I didn't know that, but I mean, I'm sure he performed many woos. wrestle wrestling shows. Oh, here's a story. Garden. Interesting. You may know this. I mean, I could. I'm going to mess this know. up. Did you, did you do the guy that sings the national anthem at the Bruins game? Yeah. The newer guy, not yeah. The, yeah. I mean, I saw him sing the national anthem. Yeah, yeah. yeah. From what I understand, 
is that he, there was Rene Rancourt was becoming a little lax in his duty sometimes, and he didn't he was not always available. And they needed someone to sing the national anthem on short notice. And this guy, Todd Angeli, Todd Angeli, yep. who is amazing, is also a bartender. I think in the garden at one of the one of the bars. There. So he sings the anthem and he goes and serves beers. He does. No, it's not true. It is. This is what I heard, and you know, pretty close. If you can, so he they grabbed him. They knew he could sing, and he came down and they, one day and sang. And then he's continued ever since. And he's he's wonderful, right? So is he still doing both? Oh yeah. No, I think so. I, I think don't so. know about that. It's like the guy that, like the Blackhawks, ha- a couple of years ago had the, their goaltender got hurt, <laughs> and then their backup goaltender got hurt, yeah. and then they pulled some guy, like the emergency backup from the stands, and they and he was like a beer league hockey goalie, and they brought him in for the third period, and they and like they won the game, and they're like, hey, buddy, and like he was a celebrity because yeah, he was yeah. like a guy like our age, you yeah. know, just plays in the, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a in a league, and he's playing for the Blackhawks in the third period of a close game. Yeah. Um, it's a little trivia. I, mean, I, guess, I guess that's well. We'll, 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 we'll clarify if that's the case, but that's what I heard. It's kind of cool. Someone's gonna find out. He's uh, way to go, Todd. All right, Dave. Well, happy February. Did you learn anything this week? Did I learn anything this week? Or did, that you were wrong this week. Oh my God, was I wrong this week? I must have been wrong this week. Uh, I mean, I learned. Uh, I think there's a lesson to be learned by all of us about weather. <laughs> Mm. So, uh, I think as Guy did, as some of those Monday decisions were the Wednesday ones were a little bit um, overreactive, especially as it just sun- sunned and rained mm. throughout the night, and many things were canceled. So I think I learned like sometimes maybe just take a deep breath and people towns wait. schools. Just, if the sun's shining, so like when we said pick up at three and the sun was gleaming at three o'clock, I'm like, sorry, everyone's going home. <laughs> I'm like, okay, like don't look at me. It wasn't my choice. It's the just, sun is uh, just a figment. Of I your think I think a few people were wrong about Wednesday, uh, not the show, but uh, but some of those uh, mm. some of those decisions. Uh, I think that's I think that's what I learned. Uh, Whether was wrong, but how about yourself? Don't um, be careful when running on the ice. What happened to you? I took a digger. My last my last turn up in Maine home. I was just running around. Our, we were up in um, up, up near trip, and I was running okay. around. You on the hill? Not just around. Yeah, up the hill. I was just right in the driveway. Actually, I was like, I was do one more little turn. Boom, bam. Oh, but ouch, but good. And, and the fall day hurt me. The 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 shaking of my noggin was what got me the most. I you like, concussed? No, I didn't hit my head, but it felt like a whiplash. I was like, oof. But oh, I'm fine. Right, careful yeah. on the ice. Be careful on the ice. So uh, we're going to be recording something next Monday. We're yes. not sure if it's going to be this or be a, a BT. We are going to get the... Um, we're going to be off on the 13th because uh, I'm busy. And what are you doing we'll, 13th? You're busy. Uh, I, have, I have some appointments that Monday morning, um, so we'll see how that goes. <laughs> what are you doing? Just share with our listeners what you're doing uh, in your something. personal life. Uh, happy February. Happy Tubishvat next Tubishvat. Monday. I can't we'll wait. On Tubishvat, New Year of Trees, uh, and happy birthday month to us, the month of our... Our hundredth year, the centennial. The uh, centennial. This is it. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you again next week. Bye. What do we know is written by Dan Broskell and Dave Geller, and produced by Terry Samaris from Lex Media and Lexington, Mass. Our theme music is from Joey Freeman, whose music you can find on SoundCloud. We'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.